When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. All right, let's do it. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, let's try to figure out what the question was and what the answer was, because mm-hmm. they didn't seem to go together. Well, well, this is remarkable, man. I mean, you have all of these uh, 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 protests, they're calling them, all over the country in favor of Palestine, Hamas, really not you know, seeing much distinction there. They seem to like what Hamas did to Israel on October 7th. And they seem to think that Israel needs to be wiped out. And they've got a lot of negative things to say about Jewish people. There unbelievable. Are, this is unbelievable. There are Jewish people in America who never thought that they would see what they are seeing right now, yep. who are absolutely shocked at how many people have taken off the mask when it comes to them. Um, and so the White House, you know, we've got Joe Biden, the healer in chief. He's going to restore the soul of the nation right you would think he'd be able to clearly denounce something and he would have spokesmen and women who would be able to clearly denounce the anti-semitism that we are seeing rear its ugly head yet again here in this country however his press secretary is either a bigot or she's still suffering the after effects of being kicked in the head by a mule all those years ago Mm. she was asked yesterday kareen jean pierre the white house press secretary was asked, what is the level of concern about a potential rise in anti-Semitism? And here we go. So a couple of things. Um, Look, um, uh, we have not seen uh, any credible uh, threats. I know there's been always questions about uh, credible threats. uh, And so I just want to make sure that that's out there. But look, uh, Muslim and those perceived uh, to be Muslim have endured a disproportionate uh, number of hate fueled attacks. And certainly President Biden understands that many of our Muslim Arab Arab Americans and Palestinian American loved ones and neighbors are worried about the hate being directed at their communities. The question was about Jews. Exactly. The question was about Jews, not about she, She absolutely never answered the question and turned it right around. Unbelievable. The question was the concern. Yeah. About the rise of anti-Semitism. Yep. No credible threat. Mm-hmm. That's not the question, first of all. Right. There is a rise of anti-Semitism. Okay? You have to know this is going on. I mean, there's protests all over the place. Some at universities, some just in cities. There's the one, you know, in the Bronx. And you have Jewish people around hearing what people are chanting for crying out loud. From Bay Ridge to Gaza. From Bay Ridge to Gaza. 
From Bay Ridge to Gaza. Globalize the Intifada. Had you heard that one, David? I had not. So no, I haven't either. The Intifada is a reference to uh, two different instances in which Palestinians went and murdered a bunch of Jews. Yes, sir. I, I mean, sir. that's like suicide bombings. Yes, uh, sir. One was about uh, 20 years ago, the more recent one. Um, yeah, that... Wow. Yeah, that's actually a call to go murder Jews. Oh, there's more. There's more. Justice. No what do we want? No when do we want it? No. Well, you got to go to that one every well, time. That's, that's yeah. A, yeah, that's sure. The river to the sea. The river to the sea. will be free. Fire, fire, colonizer. Have you heard that one yet? I have not. No credible threat, though. No credible threat. It's what the but White House says. But you're not seeing that one on Good Morning America, are you? You huh. know, remember or the Today Show. when the far left called people on the right Nazis? Yeah. They're funny. the freaking Nazis. Right. It's unreal, man. It is unreal. Oh, there's more. You want more? Of course. So you're against settlers being in a place they don't belong? Well, get the hell out of Brooklyn then. <laughs> what are you doing settling on native land? Man, oh man. Yeah. yeah. So you hear that going on, and then you hear the press secretary say what she said. It's disgusting. It it really is. It's absolutely <laughs> disgusting. You know, they're actually settling on there are fine people on both sides. Isn't that incredible? Oh, yeah. It really is. <laughs> they're really saying yeah. it. And they're not even really saying there's fine people on both sides. <laughs> well, Israel's kind of their colonizers. What? Have you forgotten history? Man. Yeah, I know we all like, say we yeah. didn't think we'd see this, but I don't know why we are surprised all the time. It's crazy. Like, we've been down this road, the extermination of Jews. Yep. You know, and here we are again calling for the extermination of Jews. And again, man, the fact that Israel yesterday had to gather a bunch of people in media to show them Hamas taken video of what they actually did when they were killing, you know, numbers of families, kids, women, raping women. And you hear the different people that actually saw the video, or they couldn't describe it because it was so sickening. And yes, there are a number of people in this country who say it's absolutely justified. And David, I'll have some demographics for you a little okay. bit later, because I know you mentioned that yesterday. And sure enough, man, when you're looking younger, well, if you're looking 18 to 24, there's more people in America that say it was justified than not. Wow. Well, the indoctrination in schools is working. Yeah, there's no doubt. Uh, if there was any good news, uh, two more hostages were released from Gaza. That's good. Yeah. You heard about, you know, the, well, the one lady, her story is going all over the place, um, who is 85. She's talked about, you know, being beaten and how horrific it was. She tried to be nice saying uh, the people from Hamas were nice in their own way. In their own way, whatever that means. Yeah. Uh, it kept them, you know, at least, uh, you know, food, water, that sort of thing. 
Um, and this is the whole play right now with Hamas as far as hostages, because as we know, there's 200. There's at least 10 more Americans. They're trying to use all of this to just keep Israel from, you know, that big ground invasion that's going to happen. Yeah. I don't think that there's any way that's not going to happen. But that's the latest there. Meanwhile, switching gears, New Yorkers, this is the immigrant issue. Uh, yeah, well, uh, Siena Research put out a new poll uh, asking New Yorkers how they feel about the migrant crisis uh, that's hit their state and, uh, of course, New York City. Mm-hmm. Uh, nearly two-thirds of New Yorkers say the state has done enough for new migrants and must now work to slow the flow of migrants. 58% agree with Mayor Eric Adams that the migrant issue will destroy New York City. Hmm. No, sorry, y'all. Y'all, y'all have that big statue out there in the harbor you got i mean that's foreign policy right that yep that was that was sacred to you, you don't people. want lady liberty weeping no no in fact i think more migrants need to be sent to new york city unreal and what are we doing about our southern border I mean, it's records september i think you saw the numbers another record month i mean millions of people and now it's getting a little more attention because People are wondering, are we going to be attacked in our country? Especially with, you know, at least the stance of we are partners with Israel. They're our ally. We have their back. So what's going to happen in this country? We've gone over before the amount of gotaways and the amount of terrorists that have tried to come through that we caught. Who knows who we didn't catch? Who knows who's here? Well... I'm at least can sleep a little easier knowing Joe Biden is on on duty and he's laser focused. Uh, you got your sense of humor. I'll say that. I'm trying, you, you know, still got I'm that. Trying. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a lot to get to with a lot of this different stuff uh, today. You have a piece audio here, David. Uh, yeah. This is something that happened that a lot of people didn't think would ever happen again. No, for the first time in about 16 years, Robert Plant of Led Zeppelin fame. Sang Stairway to Heaven. Uh, Who did he sing it with? It was for a group called the Cancer Awareness Trust, uh, put on by Duran Duran's Andy Taylor. He's had, uh, he's been dealing with colon cancer. And so, honestly, it's amazing he's still here. Yeah. Oh yeah, the way he was diagnosed to begin with. Yeah. yeah. So they they brought him in, and um, I mean Robert Plant's seventy five years old. He hadn't been able to hit those notes since nineteen seventy five. So. I mean, it, for what it is, it's it was a nice thing of Robert Plant to do. Okay, so we have the audio. Yeah. Roll it out. Let's go. However it sinks, it turns to gold. And if you listen very hard, the truth will come to you at last. I'll see. Okay, I had heard another piece of that that was a lot kinder to him. Yeah. Why'd you do that to him, David? I'm not trying to do anything. I I love Robert Plant, okay? I love Led Zeppelin, and I think he's a a good guy now, and I think that what he does with Alison Krauss is really cool, and he should do that now. We've talked about this I don't know how many times, and I think we've all three been in agreement. True? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
and maybe the only three that I know of that always said, I'm glad he didn't do the Zeppelin thing, like in 07, whatever. Yeah, it right. was it was done. You know, the interesting thing, I just heard the new Stones album. I've been playing it a lot because I really like it. Mick Jagger sounds great. That's what I've heard. He sounds almost exactly as he did in 1968. Oh, come on. Seriously. I mean, there's no, there's very little difference. Really? I mean, I realize production can help a lot of things. Well, that and he wasn't, you know, he screeching. That, that stuff wasn't like, registered right. real high and, you know. Yeah, he's not exactly the vocalist of Robert Plant and Robert Plant's prime. No. no. You, would you agree with no, that? No, I agree with that, yeah. That's okay. just, I don't know if I, that's just makes me feel, that makes my heart sad. What, to hear what we just heard? Yeah. Well, there were other parts that are all right. He's yeah. still, you know what? You're right. When he does his own band or with the Allison Krauss yeah. um, show, he sounds great. Oh, I know he does. Sure, I've he got does. some of those albums. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you you took that moment there, Scott. It seemed like to say <laughs> he's no Mick Jagger. I <laughs> no, I just stuff. I was just that saying hey, Mick Jagger's eighty and sounds great. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Mick Jagger is Joe Biden's age. Think about that for a minute. <laughs> That's wild, isn't it? Okay, House Speaker mess. There's the latest on that and much more to get to straight ahead. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Our generation didn't wear bike helmets. We drank from the hose, rode in cars without seatbelts, did things that are unthinkable today. But we're not invincible. These days we have doctor's appointments, multiple medications, and chronic conditions to manage. Fortunately, there's Teladoc Health. Teladoc Health brings together all of your health care into one program, including everything from primary care to chronic care management. Learn more at TeladocHealth.com. That's T-E-L-A-D-O-C Health.com. Hey. Have you ever been ripped off? It sucks. Having a daily reminder of it is even worse. If you shave with a well-known Big Razor brand every morning, you might be thinking more about how much you paid for the blades than about how smooth your shave is. I'm Andy, the founder of Harry's. We give you a high-quality shave and an expertly engineered product for a fraction of the price that the big guys charge, with no compromises. They have five blades. Harry's has five blades. They have a lubricating strip. Harry's has a lubricating strip for extra glide. They have a trimmer blade. Harry's has a trimmer blade for the hard-to-reach areas. They charge up to $4 per blade. Our German-engineered blades cost as little as 2 bucks. Big brands charge higher prices because they can. Harry's keeps you in mind, focusing on high quality at a fair price. So stop rinsing cash down the drain every morning. Get a great shave for a fraction of the price with Harry's. Get a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash refresh. That's harrys.com slash refresh. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, David, Speaker of the House. What are we doing? Yeah, the update is that uh, Tom Emmer has just won the Republican nomination for Speaker of the House. So he'll probably get shanked as well. Uh, <laughs> just like everybody else. Yeah, it's exactly. How much money did he take from BlackRock? I know he took money from BlackRock. I've seen that somewhere. I, I don't 
I don't know. I mean, like, look, the, the, the whole thing is just so silly. Yeah. Um, Actually, he took money from Chris Rock. You got right. mistaken. Yeah. 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 Chris Rock's giving a Republican money. That's the <laughs> yeah, most well, hilarious thing I've he heard is, all day. He is a black rock, so yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. True. Uh, well, Republican Representative James Comer, he's the guy spearheading the impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden. Uh, very obviously frustrated by the whole Speaker of the House mess because after Kevin McCarthy got the boot three weeks ago or so, uh, no one else has the votes to be Speaker. We'll see what happens with Emmer. Uh, well, Comer is like, hey, I've been kind of stuck in a holding pattern with all of this. Oh, yeah, because he's doing all the investigations. Look, we've wasted three weeks. And, you know, this was a dumb move by those eight members of Congress. Many of them are on my committee. I, I, I like, you know, at least six of the eight. But at the end of the day, they had no plan. They had no plan. And, and Larry, this could stretch out another two or three weeks. Mm. Didn't they take some sort of secret ballot though yeah well because they had they had nine candidates initially and then now they've they've whittled that down to just to just one so we'll see what happens if there's a vote actually on the on the floor okay i don't know and maybe for me and i forget where i saw it so we'll have to double check and make sure are you on that david Emmer took money from BlackRock. I forget how much it was. And then you ask yourself the question, well, how many of these people? They took money from BlackRock. Or Vanguard or State Street, whoever, that pretty much runs everything. And, you know, you want someone that's not compromised. But is that even possible no. in D.C.? No, it's not. It's pretty tough. It's, it's I understand extremely that. extremely tough. But, man, you want to believe that. If you're not compromised, you can't win. Unless you're Trump. Yeah. I, isn't that one of the reasons so many people liked Trump to begin with? Yeah. I, they I, thought you know, he wasn't bought. I mean, the compromise no. thing is up to interpretation, well, I suppose. Trump is yeah. only compromised by himself, honestly. <laughs> I mean, yes, but I'm, it's not a right. big company, right? Yes. It, right. If exactly. you're making the point, he shoots himself in the foot. Yeah. Well, yes, of course. Surrounds himself with idiots. <laughs> well, yes, the Kraken lady or all that. Yeah. Yes, he could certainly do better when it comes to those types of things. My goodness, that's it's been very difficult for him. But he doesn't have to answer to a big company. I guess is what I'm saying. James. Hey, I, I think I explained that yeah, pretty he well. He is the big company. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey, man, I saw this. Am I missing something here? This is the question. Would you rather take $500,000 in cash or have lunch with Jay-Z? Because this is an interesting debate that's happening online. Really? Yes. What, what's the upside of lunch with Jay-Z? I, I don't understand. So CBS has this story. It says, well... Obviously, the money sounds amazing, but it's possible that the knowledge and advice you could get from Jay would be more valuable. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. No, it oh, wouldn't. you're not buying well, this, David. I mean, what Jay-Z has obviously done very, very, very well for himself. Yes. And I'm sure that if you had some sort of mentorship relationship with him, that you could get something out of it. But one lunch, really? Is that going to be worth 500 grand? Enough where people are having this debate. I can't imagine that, honestly. That's. Well, and they asked, Gail King asked Jay Z, 
what his answer was. <laughs> Take the money. <laughs> right. <laughs> but then he said the, the reasoning was anything he could tell you is already out there on his records. Mm. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin show. Before we get to the big story of the day, he also said, you got to take the money. I wouldn't tell you to cut a bad deal. Like, take it, go buy some albums and listen to the albums. It's all there. If you piece together and really listen to the music for the words, well, what it is, it's all there. Everything that I said was going to happen, happened. Everything that I said I wanted to do, I've done. And stayed humble. Well, I mean, the reason that I've had the amount of success that I've had is because I live by the creed of Big Pimpin', okay? You always have. Mm-hmm. And people have admired you for it for a long time. Well, that was, we used to call him Big Pimpin', but he That's told true. us to stop it. Yeah. yeah, and I said Empire State of Mind? No, Texas State of Mind, it's a different <laughs> thing. Whole thing. Anyway, all right, news update straight ahead. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley, Jen Exer, David Van Camp, the millennial, the sexy boomer in the Texas Rangers hat. And the news is Robins did not jinx the team last night. Hey, man, I'll tell you what. Um, I watched that game, and I wasn't comfortable until they were up by, like, 10. <laughs> then I, all of a sudden I felt a little more comfortable. But, and again, thanks to everybody who reminded me that I wasn't uh, the, uh, the victim of a doomsday thing. Well... For those that didn't know, you've worn other hats and jinxed yeah. the team, and we'd heard from other fans for you right. to not wear not their wear hat, and you yeah. did with Texas, and I, I think you broke no. the curse. I, I don't think so. I think you're just setting people up for heartbreak in the World oh. Series. Well, you will see about that, but this yeah. was just getting over that hump. And yeah. because I'll tell you what, if Texas would have lost last night, I would have worn my reelect Biden hat. Yeah. <laughs> Major League Baseball still hates you, Scott. I know they the do. Way. I'm reminded of that yeah. daily. Yes. That's good. People will people will send me notes with a completely different topic and at the end of it go, "Oh, by the way, Major League Baseball hates you." It's become a thing. That's they wonderful. hate your values. And, and like people who are like related to me are like, "What does that mean? What do you mean Major <laughs> League Baseball hates you?" I said, "Ah, it's Van Camp." And, you should say it all goes back to Atlanta. I know. I, I tell them the story. And they pulled yeah. the All Star Game out because the yeah. voting law there was racist. racist. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. Of course, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It's been proven it wasn't. I know that Major League Baseball hates you. It hates your yeah. God. It hates your worldview. It hates your poli- uh, your politics. It hates everything <laughs> about you. I'll tell you what. Somebody else added, and your cats, on and it. your cats. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, hate- Major League Baseball hates my cats too. One thing I love about baseball, pro dog, all the way. <laughs> anyway. Oh, I mentioned earlier the polling about Israel, Hamas. What side are you on? I didn't. I really didn't think we'd even be having this conversation. I didn't either. I didn't either. To say, okay, what Hamas did, the killing of 1,400 Israeli civilians, and the way that it happened, mm. can that be justified by the grievances of Palestinians? We're not justified. So the new poll, and it's broken down demographics. 18 to 24 uh, can be justified by the grievance, 51%. Okay. 49% not justified. Okay, that's brainwashing. Yeah. Is there any other way you can explain that? No. No. And it starts at a very young age. You've been taught a different history. Yeah. Or do you not know exactly what just happened a couple of weeks ago? I don't think that's it. 
Anybody teaching World War II anymore? Well, everything is, you know, oppressors or oppressed. Or oppressed. That's it. Right. You're right. No, that's it. And Israel labeled colonizers. Right. For that group. Oppressing 25 to 34. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's close. Not justified at 52%, but justified 48%. Oh, boy. And then you go to 35-44, and it's 39% justified. Still, that's a big number. No. That's your crew, David. It is. Well, I mean, we're some of us are fighting the good fight, you know, know. but some people just still think about glory days in college, you know? Because I'm guessing that's what you were taught in college. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you get 45, 54. That's where it's 23%, say, justified versus 77%. And then 55 to 64, it's 11%. That's right, because we know. And then plus 65, who have a good memory of a lot of different things they've oh, seen. Oh, gosh, yeah. It's 9%. But that's really something. Wow. And, and you know, you look at, you look at the, the, on Fox News now, and you see Democrats divided on Israel-Hamas war. Divided. That is so strange. And that's why, you know, David, when we were talking about a wag the dog situation for the yeah. Democrats, it almost seems like this situation splits the party. But maybe not. I don't know. May, maybe. I mean, I, I wonder, like, with some of the far left... If Joe Biden recognizes that he doesn't really need them or that they'll vote for him anyway. Could be. So, he, I mean, they're not going to turn around and vote for Trump or DeSantis or whoever the GOP nominee is. They're not going to do that. But it is, man, I know we got to move on. I just can't help but think, and I know I've said it before, but on 9-11, thinking there was a time where the country could come together. Could the country come together again? If we were attacked, or would how many people in the country say we had it coming? That's a great point. Um, I'm more in agreement with there's a majority, not a majority, but a a large minority of people in this country who would say we deserved it. It could be what, one out of four? It Mm -hmm. could very well be. I don't know. And that's how this is. This has surprised me and shocked me to the core. I can't believe it. I mean, when I see it, I can't believe it. That that much anti-Semitism exists. In this country, with, it's been hiding in the shadows. With the level of oh, brutality. My gosh. And savagery with the attacks. Yes. Like that would tip the balance. It hasn't. No. No. All right. I know well, there's different angles to this discussion we'll get to a mm-hmm. little bit later on. It's that time of the show. It may not be the biggest story out there, but it certainly caught your attention. Today, David, what's your story? Oh, I got the story of a uh, an attempted robbery in the town of Livermore, California, outside of San Jose. Okay. Um, and there was the, this guy walks in. He's got his hoodie pulled up. He's kind of like looking around at the merchandise and whatnot. Tries to steal one of the items, and he's armed with a hammer. Now, the problem is that he was armed with a hammer while trying to steal from a gun store. Hmm. Yeah. And you know what a lot of gun store employees have on their person? <laughs> Not knives? knives. Guns. <laughs> oh, a, guns, yes. The owner of the gun shop, uh, this was at East Bay Firearms, by the way, pulled out his gun 
mm-hmm. and said, you got a hammer? Cool. Fired <laughs> two shots. Killed the guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't try to rob a gun store. And certainly not with a hammer. No. It's not going to end well for you. The old knife to the gunfight thing, right? Yeah, except yeah, it's yeah. a hammer. It's a hammer. Yeah, It's even worse. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> MC Hammer new album. You got it. Hammer, don't shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> Please, Hammer, don't shoot him. <laughs> What's your story for What's Your Story, Scott? Uh, Rob Schneider is in the news today. Rob has seen enough of the Travis Kelsey uh, uh, situation going on TV all really? the time. Yeah, he's had enough. Uh, so he wrote an open... Uh, well, I guess this is on X, to Travis Kelsey. Dear Travis Kelsey, your shilling for a corrupt and criminal company, Pfizer, is disgraceful. Knowing that young students who play sports are susceptible to getting myocarditis from this shot that has been proven to not stop transmission or infection makes you a soulless person. Now, that was also met with the meeting went like this. Pfizer, okay, Travis, name your price. Kelsey, I want to marry Taylor Swift. Pfizer, how about four months of dating and a song written about you thereafter? Kelsey, <laughs> deal. <laughs> I like Rob Schneider. Yes. A lot. But, you know, there has been people that have brought that up. It's like Travis Kelsey, who, by the way, is taking name recognition to the next level with the whole oh, Taylor Swift thing, right? There's no doubt. Is all of a sudden shilling for Pfizer. Dude, I brought this up a couple weeks ago. I know ago. you I'm did. like, really, dude? I, I know you did. I felt the same way. I'm like, you, gotta be, you need the money? What's going on here? What a shill. Yeah, for something, by the way, that, that again, the youth sports kids follow this guy. They love this guy. Yeah, a lot do. And they pattern their lives sort of after him. And, uh, yeah, getting the shot is not a good idea in that case. Well, one thing that we've noticed, it's always happened. A team gets good. They start to build what could be a dynasty. After they've won a couple, the backlash starts. The backlash is on. Yeah. There are people rooting against the Chiefs all over the place that didn't used to. And some of that has to do with them just winning and being so good. And for a while, it was Patrick Mahomes' wife. Yeah. But that spotlight's been taken away yeah. by this whole Kelsey Taylor Swift thing. Yeah. And you guys are big fans. You tune in just to watch the games now, so well, you can I went out see and got my eighteenth shot because of it. Are you kidding me? Oh, that's how big a fan <laughs> yeah, right, you are. Yeah, right. Got it. Okay. Uh, for my story today, I'm going to play something I haven't heard yet because I was told this would be a really good thing for us to play. After yesterday, if you missed it on the show, we had audio of this 25 year old woman that's very frustrated. Because she can't find the job that she has a degree for. Mm. And if she took a job in that field, she would have to take a cut in pay. Mm -hmm. So serving sushi rolls pays more, and she's extremely frustrated and was doing kooky voices and screaming. Yeah. Okay. So I was told right in that area is this Gen Z woman in tears because of her first 9-to-5 job. Mm. Now, I have not heard this. Oh, no. Okay. So this is something we can all experience together. Yeah, let's do this. I think it's just over a minute. I don't even know what we're getting into oh, here, gosh. so let's all check right. it out. I know I'm probably just being so dramatic and annoying, 
but this is my first job, like my first nine to five job after college, and I'm in person, and I'm commuting in the city, and it takes me forever to get there. There's no way I'm gonna be able to afford living in the city right now, so that's off the table. Like, duh! If I was able to walk to work, and it w- it'd be fine, but I'm not. So it literally takes me like I leave here, like I get on the train at 7:30, and I don't get home till like 6:15 earliest, and then like I don't. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. The look on David's face is too good. Yeah. No. Oh, oh, I, I have to leave my house for work at 7:30 in the morning, and I don't get home until maybe 6:15 in the evening. <laughs> Bitch, please. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, he said it. That's yeah. David's been broken. <laughs> I happen to support that stance, by the way. <laughs> well, dude. The entitlement is oh, at God, another it level. Is. It is. Person. <laughs> and, oh, and these are the people up. that are like justified as far as Hamas. Same people, I'm sure. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. I don't have time to do anything. I don't I want to shower, eat my dinner and go to sleep. I don't have time or energy to cook my dinner either. Like I don't have energy to work out. Like that's out the window like Oh god. This is life. I just sweetie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get up earlier. <laughs> you know, just we're not. You know, we're just halfway through this. No joke. I so so I got up this morning. I walked the dog, and then I ran a couple miles on the treadmill, and then I got my kids up to get ready to go to daycare. Uh, and part of our daycare routine is in the car. I'll give them a little bit of Lucky Charms. They don't eat that cereal all the time, but that's just sort of a special little treat that I do. Uh, but sometimes they don't like the Lucky Charms, and they'll throw the Lucky Charms, and then I don't know what to do with it, so I wind up putting it in my pocket. There was a wreck on the highway, so it took me 40 minutes to get them to daycare, and then I came to work today. I have Lucky Charms in my pocket still, right now. <laughs> and this single lady's like, but I have to commute, and I don't want to make my sad single person meal all by myself. Please. I don't want to be dramatic. I like that part, too. That was my favorite. Oh, I know. I don't want to be dramatic, but... See, there is... <laughs> Scott and I from growing up in the Midwest. Oh, God. This situation is where someone like us would say, so you never detasseled corn. No. So you never bailed hay. So you never really worked before. Right. That where you would actually know what you're doing right now is not a whole lot. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. I'm so upset. Oh, my God. <laughs> nothing to do with my job at all but just like the nine to five schedule in general is crazy being in the office nine to five like if it was remote you get off at five and you're home and everything's fine but like i'm not home it takes me long to get home and like like people that drive to the office like it doesn't you don't get off at five and i know it could be worse i know i could be working longer but like i literally dude can you imagine what your grandma's life was like, or your mom, or your great-grandma? No. What's wrong with you? I literally get off, it's pitch black, like, I don't have energy. Yeah. How do you have friends? Like, how do you have time to, like, meet, like, a guy? I don't oh. know, like, how do you have time for, like, dating? Like, I don't have time for anything, and I'm, like, so stressed out. And I'm also getting my period, so that's why I'm all emotional. But, like, am I so dramatic? It's fine. Yeah. Yes, you are, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you are. I can't imagine I, why I don't have any dates. I who wouldn't want to date I, that? I'm actually Dude. trying to imagine what it would be like if I were to tell my mom something like that, like the first time I ever got a job. Oh! Even if I tried to act like that, are you joking? I. <laughs>
Dude, I, Robbins, I'd love to see you sell that to your old man. Back in the day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Much like your ass sewed to your face. Huh? <laughs> How would you like that? Jewish students at MIT. You heard about this? Uh-uh. Next. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use a symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommends a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. All right, so Jewish students at MIT. David, what's the story? Yeah, uh, there are a couple of students who did an interview with Fox News Digital uh, talking about how they are, quote, terrified to be on campus because there is a, well, like a lot of college campuses after the terror attacks in Israel, uh, a lot of uh, people went out in celebration of the attacks. There was a chant that was one solution, Intifada revolution, at a rally supporting the attacks on uh, or in Israel. And so a couple of these students told Fox News Digital, I mean, this is literally a call to kill as many Jews as possible. And, and we write to the leadership at MIT, hey, what are you doing to make sure that especially Jewish or Israeli uh, students are safe on campus and mm-hmm. they're not really getting anything from campus leadership because campus leadership, as we've seen across the country, are terrified. They're terrified of the students. Okay. So we have a whole movement over the last 10 years or so, Stop Hate. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. And you have microaggressions. And it goes so far as, you know, someone's making the okay sign. Oh, yeah. Oh, and what was the what was the whole word? 
anti-Semite. Mm-hmm. That harkens back to Nazis. Yeah. No, you have people talking about killing all the Jews. And administrators kind of about, eh, I, there's two sides to this story. No, there's really not. No. No. There's That's... one side that wants to eradicate the Jews. But now they're silent. The stop hate people. What freaking cowards, man. What do you stand for? It's disgusting. All over the place. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, Corrine Jean-Pierre, David. Oh, yeah. Well, the White House Press Secretary, Corrine Jean-Pierre, was asked about the massive pro-Hamas rallies at college campuses across the country. Now, the White House, I, I love the setup to the question that was asked of her, uh, you know, because the White House has not been very vocal about that, even though Joe Biden himself has said silence is complicity. We cannot look away. That's right. So what about that? Hmm. So if there's anti-Semitic letters being sent by students or protests, sentiment at of course, protests. Of course, the president doesn't uh, is is uh, 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 is against anti-Semitism. Of course, this is a president uh, that you have heard me say is prote- wants to protect communities, whether it's the Jewish community, uh, the Arab American pre- pre- community, the Palestinian community. This is someone who is going to speak out against anti-Semitism, of course. Uh, but you're asking me, you're, you're, you were kind of conflating the two. You were asking me about pro- protest, and you were asking me about this question. If you talk to a lot of the protesters, you'll hear anti-Semitic I hear you. comments. That and they we're going to always Israel denounce, genocide. we're always going to denounce anti-Semitism. But at the same time, oh, people have go. the right to peacefully protest. This oh. is exactly what she does. That's exactly the talking points. Yeah, but. And, and again, what the Biden administration has decided to go with in these troubled times in which we live is find people on both sides. That's exactly what that is. That's wild, man. It, is, it really it is. is. That is the, it is it. Yes, I agree with that. But it's it's amazing how she pivots so quickly. We've always denounced anti-Semitism. However, right, immediately pivots rather than just it's been this way for twenty steadfastly years. Steadfastly say yep. that's not tolerated or tolerable in this country. Period. The end. Yes, that was the question. Golly. Well, <laughs> in some ways, it also reminds me of. When somewhere an obvious terrorist attack happens, well, we don't we don't know yet. It's like two days later, still gathering information <laughs> before we say yes. it's a terrorist attack. Unfreaking believable! But this is the second time she's done that, so this is on purpose now. Well, in the AP, yeah, and we didn't have time to get to it yesterday. They won't call Hamas a terrorist organization. I know. Well, they're militants. Yes. It won't do it. Yeah. 
Why, because that's too offensive? No, mm-hmm. because some of their colleagues used to share office space with Hamas. There you go. Remember that? In Gaza. No, I'm uh, not even being cute. They literally shared office space with, with Hamas. So won't denounce. Don't want to go that far. Well, we'll always denounce, but they have a right to peacefully exactly. protest. See, there's always the butt in there hanging in there. However, comma, there's always something. There was a piece in City Journal, and, you know, to sit here and have me read it, it's too long. Um, but, I mean, it's easy to find, and, and it would probably be worth your time if you want to see it. Basically, what it's talking about is how the modern-day campus is peril to Western civilization. And I know some people might say, well, that's a little much. Is it? No, it's not. No, I don't think so. I don't either. It said student and faculty reactions to Hamas's atrocities demonstrate once and for all the fraud of elite higher education. We must reform our universities or create new ones. And I agree with that 100%. Think about what you're churning out. Seriously, it's people with a lot of hate from the group that says we got to stop hate. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. Well, it's got to start with some governors in some of these red states and some of these lawmakers say, done, we're not funding this. Like DeSantis. Yeah, we're not going to do this anymore. You want to teach this kind of crap, do it on your dime. We're not doing it. Well, not only that. It's not illegal. I'm not making it illegal. I'm not trying to stop it from happening. I'm just saying we're not going to pay for it. But the cost, too. Well, exactly. Is insane. Or parents need to band together and say we're not going to do this anymore. Part of the piece, United States universities have never been worse than they are today. Which is true. Then there's some strong language, too. Barbarians have invaded the temples of teaching and learning, (laughs) ransacked the sanctuaries, and defiled the sacred scrolls. Well, and to me, that's part of the reasons why I really don't think you hear a lot of people in academia talking about uh, reining in what college costs these days to people. Right. Because if you walk out of there, they've already made you a little communist revolutionary, right, by by putting Mm -hmm. you through whatever liberal arts program you were part of. Well, then... If you walk out of there with fifty, eighty, a hundred thousand dollars in debt, well, now you've got class resentment. Now you've got instantly your hatred of capitalism, even though it wasn't capitalism that did it to you. It was the communist that you paid to teach you how to be a communist. So true, man. Well said. So true. Meanwhile, Hillary Clinton is in the news, uh, dude. I the only reason I bring this up is because I have I have a theory and I again it's a, it maybe it's a tinfoil hat thing you call me out if it if you think so oh I figured you were just looking to trip Robbins a little bit well I, yeah. I could do that but uh, Hillary Clinton was speaking at an event at Columbia University okay uh, leading a panel discussion on human rights uh, and a heckler interrupted her for like several minutes talking about how she won't denounce Joe Biden. You know, putting us at risk of World War Three, blah, blah, blah. Here's a snippet of the audio, just to get a okay. sense. Roll. 
Our Sorry. president is not speaking for the American people, and well, neither are you. Well, that's your opinion. That's your opinion. Yes, that's my but, opinion. But, well, then sit down. We've heard your opinion. Thank you very much. It's Please. not about Israel and Palestine. It's not Please. about, it's not football. This isn't football. It's not Team America. Well, I'm sorry, but some of us are on Team America, despite our flaws and our Yes, and, yes, and that, that's me. Now, here's the tinfoil hat theory. Okay. Let me set it up this way. All right. Here you have a former first lady, a former senator, mm-hmm. a former secretary of state, and a former presidential nominee. Yes. For a major political party. You got a guy acting unhinged and no dude in a black suit with sunglasses on comes rushing in to take this guy away. This right. whole thing lasts at least four minutes they just let him keep ranting and so i do wonder how much this was actually sort of choreographed or staged and it's just it's a thought that i had because again it's kind of amazing that you wouldn't have security take this guy out because he's absolutely right about that no her whole life is choreographed and staged and how much would this be any different it wouldn't how much of it is her trying to get some sort of viral moment where she says you know hey some of us are still on team america and then i think yeah. for all the talk about how somebody's going to get parachuted in because joe biden's senile and he's at some point gonna jump out of the race and everybody's talking about gavin newsom or somebody else hillary clinton's name doesn't get thrown out there all that often no it has but it's been months ago and i'm just saying if you really want to compile a uh, 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 a sort of greatest hits reel of Hillary Clinton, you know, fighting back and saying, well, I love America, but we got problems. We're going to solve them, blah, blah, blah. I mean, that would be a pretty cagey setup, wouldn't it? That'd be a pretty interesting way of going about it if you're Hillary Clinton and you're wanting to get that sort of stuff out there. Because one of the biggest complaints about her when she ran and lost in 2016 was that she wasn't assertive enough on the campaign trail. She tried to be sort of this, like, wise elder stateswoman um, instead of actually bringing the fire and brimstone a little bit. Right. Well, and you look at it this way. So all of the Democratic power brokers know Joe's not going to make it. They don't want a primary. They want to just get their person and put them in there. And when you put it in those terms, what you're saying, David, I can totally see that yes i just love solving problems yeah i'm oh (laughs) the the look on robin's face is like the world just ended well it's like halloween sequels you think he's gone but he just keeps coming back well you (laughs) jason's back i'm just saying it that makes a lot more sense than gavin newsom i mean if gavin newsom gets parachuted in there you're going to have uh, some screeching about what about Kamala Harris? What about oh, yeah. you know whoever else? And oh, we have another white guy and blah blah blah. Democrats are going to freak out about it. If Hillary Clinton shows up at a contested convention, let's say, where Joe mm-hmm. Biden right before the convention says, "I'm senile. I'm not going to. I'm not actually going to stand. Y'all have to nominate at the convention." Who is actually going to have the guts? to throw their hat in the ring if Hillary Clinton says, I want it. Who's going to do it? 
Nobody will. They, they've they spent, you know, what, six years talking about how 2016 was stolen from them. Oh, yeah. Stolen from her. That's true. Anyway, that that's true. That's my tinfoil hat theory. No, I, I, that man, I'm, I hadn't thought about that before, but you've really got my head reeling now. I mean, that well, makes total sense to me. Biden's out of gas, right? Well, of course. She's no ways tired. I don't feel no ways tired. <laughs> I come too far. Of course. From where I started from. <laughs> Nobody told me that the road would be easy. She can go right into that, you know? I don't believe he brought me this far <laughs> to leave me. As I said, her whole life is scripted. Everything is scripted. Everything. Man, oh, man. It's, it's brutal. But, man, would it be fun for where we sit. Well, I just want to hear her go back into a black church. Yeah. So we can watch that accent oh, change. I forgot that'd about be, that. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Oh, speaking of a black accent, Sheila Jackson Lee, she has quite an accent when she's cussing out her staff. We learned that. Holy smokes, man. If you hadn't heard that, there was a scheduling mix-up, and Sheila Jackson Lee, congressperson, not happy about that at all. I don't want you to do a damn thing. I want you to have a brain. I want you to have read it. I want you to say, Congresswoman, it was such and such day. That's what I want. That's the kind of staff that I want to have. So some stupid other mother did it, and, and I don't have the information. Nobody sent me the information. I need to uh, ensure my um, schedule, and, uh, you know, if they Google did it, staff did it, they did it. And nobody knows a damn thing in my no. office, okay? Nothing. I gave it to you, okay? Yeah. So when I called Jerome, he only sitting up there like a fat-ass, stupid Uh-oh. idiot talking about uh, what he doesn't know, okay? Both of y'all are right. up some f. It's the worst shit that I could have ever had put together. <laughs> Two damn big-ass children. Okay, I think you get the idea. Yeah. She has finally responded uh, to this. Yes, yeah, she has. Uh, do you think it's going to be a big apology? Is she going to say all the right things? <laughs> or is it going to be the apology non-apology? I'll let you guys oh, yeah, bet on right. this. Yeah, okay. And we'll get to the big reveal. Plus, Ben Crump back in the news, claiming a man who assaulted a cop was killed for being black. Next. You can live out your MasterChef dreams when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week, no thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use a symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommends a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. 
Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Our generation didn't wear bike helmets. We drank from the hose, rode in cars without seat belts, did things that are unthinkable today. But we're not invincible. These days we have doctor's appointments, multiple medications, and chronic conditions to manage. Fortunately, there's Teladoc Health. Teladoc Health brings together all of your health care into one program, including everything from primary care to chronic care management. Learn more at TeladocHealth.com. That's T-E-L-A-D-O-C Health.com. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. You mentioned Sheila Jackson Lee, a congresswoman from Texas. Uh, it's been a little controversy because she was berating a staff member and then it got leaked to people mm-hmm. and everybody was playing it. And- Google did it, staff did it, face did it. And nobody knows a damn thing in my office. Yeah. Okay, nothing. I gave it to you, okay? So when I called Jerome, oh, he only sitting up there like a fat-ass, stupid idiot talking about uh, what the he doesn't know. Man. This fat shaming. Anyway, so she released the statement because she's running for mayor of your hometown of Houston, David. Mm-hmm. I know you're rooting for her big. <laughs> Houston's been through enough in recent years. <laughs> She said uh, she strongly believes that everyone deserves to be treated with dignity and respect, yeah, including her staff. Except that person. Yeah. No. No, she's been through a lot of staff. Yeah, she has. Uh, she said she was not perfect and that she had a lot of zeal for serving her constituents. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking. Yes. <laughs> No, for the <laughs> non-apology apology, she says, to anyone who was listening to this recording with concern, I am regretful and hope you will judge me not by something trotted out by a political opponent that worked to exploit this oh, and backed by extreme Republican supporters on the oh, very day the polls yeah. open. Yeah. Yeah. But from what I've delivered to Houstonians over my years of public service. Uh-huh. Then she claimed that many who have worked for her have gone on to bigger and better opportunities and dismissed this leak tape as a political attack and stunt. I, I didn't call them bleep face for me. I said bleep face for you. Absolutely. The people of Houston. <laughs> Which as somebody who grew up in Houston, pretty accurate. Yeah. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. Exploited by the nasty right wing who played my own words back. <laughs> Damn them. I didn't want to call him a dumb fat ass. <laughs> I did it for you. You should know that. Deliver for my constituents. Meanwhile, Ben Crump yeah. is in the news. Yeah, the racial arsonists in the country are trying to make a big deal out of it, this officer-involved shooting. Now, most people aren't buying it because this has not blown up in a way that I had feared it would. But uh, this is the story of Leonard Cure. Got pulled over by a Georgia deputy last week because he was going 100 miles an hour. Now, the hook has been he was wrongfully convicted and jailed years ago. And so that was like the hook to this story. However, in the video that you can clearly see, guy gets pulled over. He pops out of the truck, doesn't listen to the deputy's demands, then grabs the officer's neck and tries to take him down saying, yeah, B-word, yeah, B-word over and over again. Hmm. And the cop pulls out the gun and boom, shoots him, sends him to his maker. That's how you get shot by a cop genius yeah 
Uh, yes. But ambulance chasing attorney Ben Crump is demanding justice for Leonard Kier. Here we go. Absolutely do not believe if he was a white citizen, he would have been killed for a traffic stop. Mm -hmm. We don't believe we know. For a traffic stop? Wait yeah. a second. I, when, I just heard, Ben, that he grabbed a guy by the neck, calling him the female that, dog the B-word. And was trying to take him to the ground. That's not, that's not a traffic stop. To me, justice was delivered. Ben, you might want to start telling people, you know, if you grab a cop by the neck yeah. and try to take him down, there's a decent chance you're going to get shot. Yeah. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin show. <laughs> Golly. Biggest story of the day, David? Uh, there are a couple popping. Uh, of course, it's been wild to watch. Uh, the White House. I think Joe Biden has said a lot of good, a lot of the right things about Israel, uh, both not not only what's happening in Israel, but how it is uh, impacting the Jewish community uh, here in the United States. But man, everyone else around them just keeps stepping on the rake uh, because, well, I mean, really, what I think it is is they're telling people what their true feelings about Jews are. Hundred um, percent. And it is just embarrassing to watch this unfold. Also, the Speaker of the House debacle. Speaking of, you know, embarrassing, that continues. So here we go. Yes, there's a lot of controversy. Oh, there's stuff with the vaccine and COVID. There's a lot to get to coming up right here. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, so... John Kirby is out speaking again today about the situation in Israel. And it, it was strange to me to hear earlier today the United States saying and again signaling we are not looking for any sort of conflict with Iran. And I'm just asking the question because we can pretend to be experts in this field. Truth is we're not. Mm -hmm. Just common sense sort of people. Why would you want to say that out loud? I'm just asking the question. I think it's uh, it's the uh, political insider, military insider way of saying, "Hey, look, we're not we're not looking for a fight, but we'll finish it if it, if one comes to us." Okay. It seems like. With the Obama administration and now the Biden administration, that's the way it rolls. It's words. You know, like going back to Obama, Syria, the red line. Well, the red line didn't mean anything. Right. They crossed the red line, nothing happened. Yeah. Well, think of Crimea. Russia takes Crimea. Okay. With Biden, all this different stuff, you got, you know, what we're seeing in front of us right now. And yes, you know, Trump scared a lot of people. That's well documented. I would bomb the shit out of him. Yeah, that's classic quote. But we had peace. We weren't in any war. Well, we always pretend like they have the same moral clock that we do. Well, my point and, is... And they don't. You try to reason with people who are unreasonable. I don't understand. My point is, with Trump not only being a wild card, but also negotiating peace all over the place especially the middle east podcast with uh, lex friedman and jared kushner about how they had set it up gone to all these countries and then bringing saudi arabia and israel together and of course that's what 
trip the trigger, they think, with Iran. Um, but you had all these different countries two and a half years ago getting along better than they had maybe ever, at least decades. And it was all set up until the Biden administration came in. And then it's a completely different story. And then it's, well, we're going we're gonna to do that Iran deal. Why? <laughs> well, It doesn't make any sense. Part and of it, so here we are again. And part of it is because people within the inner circle who are dealing with Iran, uh, both in the Obama administration and then in the uh, Biden administration, are kind of like in cahoots with the Iranian regime. Yes. It sounds crazy to some people, but well, that's but true. That's a, it is actually true. There was there there are actually people. I mean, one of the there was one lady. Uh, she's still at the Pentagon, and I forget what her name is off the top of my head. But I, I mean, she was asking Iranian government officials for permission to go to certain uh, conferences abroad. There's also Robert Malley, who's a envoy oh, to Iran, who is actually had his security clearance revoked because he was a little bit too close to the Iranians. And Biden puts him right back in. Yeah, and uh, well, then has benched him since uh, yes. the investigations have have begun. But I mean, you do actually have people that are not just interested in reaching some sort of agreement with Iran, not just interested in a give and take with Iran, but who are actually pro Iran, like Obama. By all indications of what he did. Not what he said, but what he did. And I don't think any of us have ever thought that Biden is really running things in D.C. It's all Obama's old people. And you just scratch your head like, what are we doing? I, and then you have, well, the mouthpieces for this administration and Obama, MSNBC, Nicole Wallace. Yeah. Talking about, boy, if Trump was in there, it'd be more dangerous. Did she really say that? Yeah, she did. This was uh, just yesterday. And she's the lady that always, she's always like frumpy and frowny and always looks like she's on the verge of breaking into tears. This is true. Yes. A broad coalition of Americans realizes that if Donald Trump were president right now, the world would be a much, much more dangerous place. How? It wouldn't have happened. What <laughs> broad coalition? Give me names. What are, you, what are you talking about? The people that pay her, basically. With the Middle East on a, on a hair trigger, um, with threats of violence at home, with Jewish American communities, with Muslim American communities terrified right now. The country probably couldn't handle a Trump presidency. Hold on a second. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. What? All of that's what ridiculous. What an unserious person. Did I just hear those two together again? American communities terrified right now. The country probably couldn't go back just a little bit. Sorry, American communities, the Muslim American. American communities. Yeah, of course you did. The Muslim American communities it's... are terrified right now. Is that true? Have you seen that, David? Mm, I haven't. No. Okay. They're just going to say it every well, time. It, it is kind of wild, though, that they 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 bring that up when. On recent memory, the largest group of people that were going after Muslims were liberals. Because in Muslim communities, a lot of people were really not cool with the trans ideology being shoved Correct. down kids' throats in public education. In yes, Virginia, the parents, yes. Liberals were saying, well, you're basically repeating white supremacist talking points. <laughs> yes, Seriously, there was a Virginia yes. public education uh, official. 
who said that Muslim children were white supremacists. That's right. These are unserious people. Uh, that's being kind. They are unserious people. That, that's, that's at best. I think some of us fear they're just bad people. Oh, I think it's nefarious, absolutely. Yeah. And as far as Nicole Wallace, is she just, I don't know, being used, or is she part of the bad people? Well, You're I, never quite sure, and well, in the end, does it matter? No, I, no, it all works to the same end. Yeah. But getting back to the original point, you know, about, uh, you know, Biden and Iran and all of this, all of the foreign policy and, and liberalism that we've seen from Obama now to Joe Biden is influenced by academic dorks who hate America. They genuinely think America is the world's problem. Uh, and, and, you know, I, and so they are apologetic about American strength. Yes, think about one are. of the last things Barack Obama did on the world stage when he was president. He went on an apology tour around the world. And it's one of the first things he did as president. I mean, first and last. <laughs> so, yeah, they don't like this country very much. And then that's when it starts to kind of make sense why they would be giving uh, authoritarian regimes like the one in Iran so much leeway and so much grace, why they would be supporting the terrorists in Gaza. Yep. It makes sense because they see us and any of our allies as the problem. Yeah. You just can't disagree with that. I can't. You look wore out, Scott. Uh, well, no, you? I mean, I just listen to you guys here because I don't disagree with you. There's no sense in me throwing my two cents in. I already got it. One more thing to this, and then we'll move on. Barry Weiss uh, wrote this piece from the Free Press. And without getting too deep into it, the whole question is, do we have a political reawakening going on? Because there are a lot of people that have voted Democrat over time that are seeing what's going on. Certainly progressive Jews. Mm -hmm. going, what, what are we doing? I thought these people were our friends. They're not. Um, not just that. Other people, especially it seems in California, in liberal hotspots. And if you're familiar with the podcast All In, uh, Chamath is one of the guys on the podcast. He said so much of the work that happened um, in the Trump administration, this is a guy that voted for Hillary Clinton and then Biden, mm -hmm. okay, and talked about that before. But he said so much of the work that happened in that administration turns out to have been right. And that's what's so frustrating for me. <laughs> the work on the border wall, we didn't like the messenger, so we killed the message. Turned out it was right. Issuing long-term debt to refinance when rates were at zero, we didn't like the messenger, so we killed the message. A structural peace in the Middle East, we didn't like the messenger, so we killed the message. When are we going to stop shooting ourselves in the foot? And when are we going to actually see and take the time to look past who is saying things and actually listen to them word for word? And basically see what actually works. Because there are a lot of people saying, you know what, okay, maybe I was tired of all of the drama with Trump, but boy, it was a whole lot better then. In all of these different areas, whether it's foreign relations, the economy, the border, whatever it might be. So it's very interesting. You do feel a tide changing right now. Okay, you had a piece of audio you want to oh, play, yeah. David. I got uh, one for I, you. 
Yeah, I, I, I thought this was really funny. Um, there is an update to the uh, the regulations as to who has to register for the draft. Because, you know, you got to be trans-inclusive, right, until you don't have to be trans-inclusive. Now, this is Greg Gutfeld from Fox News explaining the updated code for who has to register. Okay, roll it. Quote, U.S. citizens or immigrants who are born male and change their gender to female are still required to register. Individuals who are born female and change their gender to male are not required to jet register. <laughs> so did you get that? I'll spell it out for you. If you're a he who becomes a she, you're still technically a he in the government's eyes, so you must go to war. Talk about the Battle of the Bulge. <laughs> that was a good line. Good I want to give yeah, him credit. But yeah, the Biden administration's official position is trans women are women until we draft you. Who takes that serious <laughs> after they do this? They can't. And women are women. Whatever. <laughs> True international average of pressure. There sure. Whatever it happens to be. Wow. That I had not heard that. That's hilarious. Piece of audio I have for you, uh, because you have been following the Britney Spears story for a while, David. Uh-huh. Her book is out. Yes. I haven't read any part of it. But one of the things that came out of that, you go all the way back, you know, when she was a very, you know, big star. And a lot of people would say before she sort of lost it. Like lost her mind. Yeah. I don't want to be mean about it, but I think you know what I'm getting at. Shaving her head and all that stuff. And, yes. Did you know she auditioned for the movie The Notebook? I did not know that, no. I'd never heard that. And so it's out there. Her audition is out there. And I just want to, what do we got, 10, 15 seconds of it? I just want to play it sure. for you and get your reaction. Have you seen the movie before ever? No. Yeah, I've seen it. That's like the one chick flick that every guy who's seen it that I know is like, okay, fine, it was a pretty good movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've I've been blasted for that from a lot of people, a lot mm -hmm. of buddies. I liked the movie. I did. thought it was good. Why are you laughing? Well, I'm, I think I take a beating for this sort of thing almost I, daily, and I've never admitted to seeing The Notebook. <laughs> He's the poor kid. Have your essential oils on He's at that time? <laughs> that would have been after the closing credits, big boy. Did you cry? I was uh, I was fighting it back, man. It was a lip quiver. Yep. He's the poor kid. <laughs> yeah. Against yeah. the girl, at least for a while. I mean, he's up against all the rich kids. <laughs> I suppose if you grow up a rich kid, you're like, this movie sucks. If you grow up a poor kid, you're like, man, I love this dude. I, 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 he's charming. He's cool. I just think it's funny that like you spent a week and a half being mad about you know Scott and me being a fan of one of the biggest music stars on the planet. Oh, I'm not mad. I'm embarrassed for you guys, but yeah. I'm not mad. But then you're like, yeah, There's I was fighting difference. back tears watching the Notebook. Notebook. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'll admit it. Very masculine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there are a lot more dudes that will relate to me of fighting off a tear in the Notebook than cranking Taylor Swift in their car. Nobody's cranking Taylor Swift. Okay, go ahead. All right. Well, I am. So here is the Britney Spears audition for the Notebook. For seven years, no matter what I did, I couldn't get you out of my mind, and then and then I met Lon, and I told him I'd marry him, and I, and I want to marry him, I really do, but then I saw your picture in the paper, and I knew I had to see you again, because we never really finished things, not really. 
all I thought was, that's pretty good. No, I guess. I mean, it's one line, yeah. So, or several, a couple lines. But it could have been a lot worse. Yeah, I wonder how many. From other what people I guess I would have expected, yeah. it would have been a well, lot worse. Well, she was in the Mickey Mouse Club, so well, I guess there were a few true. acting mm-hmm. chops there. You know, yeah. So wasn't she in some movie? Too? A few different. It was big. Wasn't like Crossroads or something. Was one she in Crossroads? Did you see that, David? No. Okay, I didn't see that either. I saw that. I... Well, of course you did. Yeah. You had your kitties on your lap with your blankie? <laughs> and Taylor Swift playing okay. the volume down in the movie. I, I really don't even know what it was over about. Mr. I cried during the notebook. <laughs> I didn't. I said I had to hold it back. Right. <laughs> you, you come from fake news. You're still fake news. <laughs> you with your kitties and your blankies okay. and your essential oil. No notebook, though. And your air supply. It's all right. No notebook, though. News update and more ribbing. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week, no thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use a symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommend a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Fall is the most delicious time of year. From apple pie to Scott's favorite, pumpkin spice. But it's also the busiest time of the year. So this time around, get HelloFresh and treat yourself to the best of the season's flavors without the stress. HelloFresh does the shopping and planning for you so you can relax. Not only do their chefs create fall-perfect recipes to enjoy, all the ingredients arrive fresh and pre-portioned. So whipping up a home-cooked meal is very easy. And make sure to check out Fall Flavors, a new limited-time lineup of easy, autumn-inspired Eats from HelloFresh Market. Feast on desserts like the apple cider cake with caramel sauce. Or please a crowd with appetizers like the barbecued pulled pork nachos. And just as always, everything you need to get cooking quick is delivered right to your door. How easy is that? Join America's number one meal kit today and get 50% off plus free shipping. With code 50MVCR at HelloFresh.com slash 50MVCR. That's code 50MVCR at HelloFresh.com slash 50MVCR. Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Who's ready for the electric car? I'm tired of all of this. Yeah. Had enough already? Yeah. Sure. There is a huge piece. Again, it's one of those too long to go through all of it. Worth a read. Real clear investigations. Talking about the energy secretary, Jennifer Granholm. Kind of gave everybody a glimpse of the future. She didn't mean to. Mm Mm-hmm touting the wonders of electric vehicles except oh man what a misadventure that turned out to be how are we going to power this thing right it's in line and everything else and basically this story talks about how much it's been hyped um but there's the other side about as they call it range anxiety exploding lithium batteries 
and the environmental destruction caused by global mining for battery minerals. Yeah. <laughs> like how long it's going to take for this to actually be a thing. I like the and, and then you have the different manufacturers trying to make money doing this. It's not going well. Like so far, it's just a disaster. So be following that. But, yeah, if you really want to see the ins and outs, they do a great job with that stuff, well, real clear. And, and, and the one guy who's actually making an electric vehicle that can handle longer road trips, faster charging times, is a guy that they hate. It's that Elon they used Musk. to love. Yeah. Why the turn on Elon Musk? Well, you know why. Even that goof nut John Oliver turned on him, was ripping him. I don't understand it. They won't let them say whatever they want to anymore. I guess they don't like the free speech. No, thing, huh? I hate it. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, so let me get this straight. Karine Jean-Pierre says she doesn't want to talk about the pro-Hamas protests? Uh, no, no. And, and yesterday she was really struggling to uh, forcefully condemn the anti-Semitism that we've seen on display at college campuses and in the streets of major American cities as pro-Hamas protests have gone on. Um, she was asked about these uh, rallies at... Uh, college campuses across the country and whether or not the president sees those as anti-Semitic. Okay. So look, I'm not going to get into what's happening across the country and at different universities. I'm not going to get into the specifics. As the Admiral said, the First Amendment right, right? That's what something a peaceful protest is really uh, part of part of our democracy, being able for folks to to uh, to be able to express their feelings. I'm not going to get into any uh, uh, you know specifics on that. The president has been very clear in wanting to make sure that uh, Jewish Americans wanting to make sure that Arab Americans, Muslims are protected here. That is what he believes in, that we they have the right uh, to live their lives and to feel protection and to feel like... Hold on a second, man. Yeah. Tell me here. We're talking about a group of people that want to eradicate the Jews. Gone. Forever. Right? With Hamas, yes. With Hamas. And with the chance that they have, and... Uh, played some earlier on the show there's no mistaking what those chants mean and that's eradicate the jews no <laughs> right okay it's a call for mass extermination of the of the jews yes when there's a gathering like a real gathering of white supremacists it's denounced everywhere and should be but not here with this no no. Hmm. 
again. It's interesting, isn't it? Very fine people on both sides, according to the Biden administration. They really are. They're able to be part of a community. The president has been very, very clear on denouncing any type of violence. And so uh, as it relates to peaceful protesting, people have the right to do that. Uh, but we're just not going to get into blow by blows of what's going on across the country. Whoa. The president has been very clear. Stop hate till now. Sorry. Silence is violence, Kareen. Yeah. Um, well, the update now is that from the very top of the White House press briefing today, uh, just started a few moments ago, she read a carefully prepared statement trying to clean up the mess that she made yesterday. Oh, have you heard this? I have nope. not listened to it. I got oh, the audio. All... Yeah. And I was like, let's go through this, all of us together. Oh, a nice little exercise. And here we go. Right. I want to make something clear uh, at the top because I understand how important uh, moral clarity is, especially at this time. So when Jews are targeted because of their beliefs or their identity, when Israel is singled out because of anti-Jewish hatred, that is anti-Semitism and that is unacceptable. There is no place for anti-Semitism, full stop, period. This is important to the president. It's important to me personally and to everyone in the administration. Mm -hmm. Time out just a second, because we all know this. That's the press secretary. Yeah. Who I'd bet a hundred dollars if I'd bet as much as I had, really, that she did not write that. Uh, no. Well, what did you, why did you say what you said? Because she doesn't actually believe what she's exactly. reading right now. Yes, of but course. Somebody, at least in the White House press shop, maybe even Biden himself or, or someone close to the president, was like, you need to fix this. Yeah, there are people, I'm sure, within the power brokers of the party that are saying, this needs to be cleaned up, people. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing, but you better clean this up. She told us what exactly what she meant yesterday. Yep. Following the Hamas terror attacks in Israel, which were the deadliest for Jews since the Holocaust, the president has been consistent and clear. We must all do our part and forcefully, forcefully speak out against anti-Semitism. And we must ensure that there is no place for hate in America, Whoa. not against Jews. Not against Muslims, not against Arab Americans, not against Palestinian Americans, not against anyone. Got it. Okay. God. <laughs> just the level of incompetence is just breathtaking. It just takes your breath away. They may have also seen some polling on this. Oh, I'm sure they did. X, they probably watched, They were sitting there watching X and monitoring X. And there was a bunch of blowback coming. Yeah. And again, I don't think she's real used to that. So when it starts to happen, I'm sure that all of a sudden the brakes were applied. Like, oh, we got, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, think about it. They didn't even go out and correct the record when Joe Biden said that his son was killed in Iraq. No, they did not. They didn't bother doing that because there no. was no blowback. Not right, really, exactly. except from no. conservative media. Yeah, and yes, even that was part. sort of like, well, we've been down this road a yeah. million times, you know. But but at this point, they realized, okay, this is actually a problem for us. Yes, yes. Totally agree. They're, they're driven by the, the of Twitter and Facebook and other social media sites. They're driven by it. Well, when you have those people running things like a Corinne Jean-Pierre, I mean, we talked about the polling earlier, where you have... 
well, when it's 18 to 24-year-olds, yeah, the majority think it was justified what Hamas did in Israel with the attack. One of the most savage attacks we've ever heard of in yeah. our lifetime. Oh, yeah. 51% uh, said it can be justified by the grievance of the Palestinians. Not justified, 49%. That's crazy, man. And then you go to 25 to 34-year-olds, 48% said justified. So, yeah, that poison, mm-hmm. all through education, it's on display for everybody. Wow. Okay. Moving on to other things. There is a crazy story out of Tennessee, David. Oh, yeah. Uh, so this happened uh, in uh, Giles County High School. This is a rural community in Tennessee, about an hour south of Nashville. Um, now, at that school last year, a kid there was arrested and charged because he had a detailed plan of carrying out a shooting. He was going to kill uh, classmates, and there was somebody that he knew Uh, who had been nice to him, that he said, hey, don't show up to school on this particular date uh, because you were nice to me once and, you know, I don't want you to get hurt. Well, that kid turned around and told, did what you're supposed to do. You heard something, you saw something, and he said something. So that student was removed from the classroom. Well, this past August, that same student has returned to that same school and is sharing classes with the same students that he had on a hit list. How can they let him back in that school? Uh, now, uh, apparently, uh, you had also seven of the students that he shares classes with uh, testified against him in court last year. So you had people who were witnesses. Dude. And, you know, again, it said that he had a list of students he wanted to kill. He had a date picked out, was running drills to practice what he was doing, and now he's back. And they think, well, now you've got additional motive to do something. So we're a little worried right now. Like, what are we supposed to do? This kid was going to kill us. Well, if you're a parent of one of the kids that was on the list, you're like, I'm not going to let my kid go to school. Well, no, and, and a terrible situation. At least one parent has removed uh, her uh, kid from the classroom. Like, no, I don't I don't even I don't want them in that environment. Uh, When the parents, I saw this at the Daily Wire, when the parents raised concerns to the school district, the district said, well, laws from the Republican-controlled statehouse were to blame for the situation. Well, you know, the school told the parents, you should become activists in the special session where Democrats were pushing for gun control if you had a problem with this. That is garbage. No, you can say, listen, we can't let this kid back in school because of the obvious. If they're going to go back to any school, it's not going to be this one. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> the bureaucracy of some of this crap, man, goes no. beyond common sense. And can you imagine, then, if something did happen, something awful? They'd be responsible. Yeah. Partly. I mean, they're not pulling the trigger, but my goodness, you can't let that kid back in that school. But we're just, what, he went through counseling and now everything's cool? You just take the word for that? Uh, you got a good stern talking to. Right. I don't think you'd feel too comfortable. If no, I would not. Whether my kid was targeted or not. No. Okay. Got something on a lighter note. 
uh, making the rounds. People are sharing online obvious reasons their friend is still single. If you, <laughs> you're thinking, <laughs> why are you laughing? There's two people that come to mind immediately. Okay. One woman, one man. Right. Yeah. And, well, it's obvious why they're single. My question then to you, you thought of someone immediately, Scott. Yeah. Have you told them the reason they're single? Have you tried to help? No. Yeah. No. What kind of friend are you? Very uncomfortable conversation. I don't feel like we're mm-hmm. close enough friends for me okay. to have that conversation. So not like not like the inner circle. We're more of an buddy. acquaintance, yes. Okay, gotcha. You're tighter with one of the people than I am. I am? He would listen to you. Okay. Why is the person single? What is it? Well, Do you it, want me to give you examples of yes, what people I are would. saying? Yes, I would. I would rather you go that route, yes. <laughs> okay. Um, well, someone said just character issues. Um, he's not all that nice, or she's not all that nice. Um, way too confident, comes off as arrogant. Oh, yeah. That sort of thing. Is that this person? No, that's not him. That's the female version of him that I know. Yes. Okay. Um, and then, you know, it could be just so negative, negative all the time. You know, and they post things yeah. that are negative. Yeah, that's definitely that, him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like what? I just feel. I just want someone to hug me. I'm so alone. I hate yeah. this. And oh no, you yeah. can't do that. No, I know you can't. But that seems desperate. That's why he needs your help. Oh, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> then here's one. They just smell bad. Ooh, no, yeah. I don't know about that one. Well, that that's one that you can tell somebody. Hey, man, you know, yeah. if, if they're confiding in you, like, you know, hey, I, I really just wish I could meet someone or whatever. You say, hey, man, you know, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings, but, you know, I'm trying to help. Yes. Ew. Maybe try deodorant and mouthwash. Yeah. Yeah. Ew. Maybe get a haircut, you know. I had to tell the boss about a guy like that once. I followed him on the air, and it was ridiculous. I had like six cans of Lysol spraying him everywhere. Oh, man, I know someone that got called to HR because they reeked. Yeah. For real. This guy did, too, eventually. Being an HR person's not Dude, easy. Dude, I was gagging. I, I I'd walk in there. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Uh, some p- people said their friend just had an unrealistic impression of themselves. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't know that I've run I, into that. How yeah, so? That's. Oh, they they think they're God's gift to men or women. And they, but they can't whatever. get a date? Well, they claim they could, but they're just, you know, they're waiting for the right person. They're not going to sell their soul to yeah, me. Yeah. I mean, I've, blah, blah, blah. I've known it's, guys yeah. like that who are like, I, you know, you might suggest, hey, well, I think so-and-so may be interested. And then yeah. you, then the guy responds, yeah, but I don't really want to date anybody under a six. Okay. Right. See, that's right. another well, one. Th- those here. dudes, yeah. yeah. It's, Hold on. Those. Or they got, they got a made-up boyfriend that lives somewhere else that, <laughs> you know, is rich and handsome, but he just hasn't come around yet. Oh, goodness. Mm-hmm. Or someone that just talks too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that your female friend? I don't know. Maybe. You don't want to say it. Well, no, I mean, talk, yes, she's not really my friend, but I could talk a lot. Yeah, I see that. A lot of gibberish, a lot of nonsense. And then another one is, oh boy, just like clingy. And then if it's one date, everything goes way too fast. That's calling it six times a day after that. Yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what are, if people are having trouble, hit up Robbins on Facebook. Oh, no. Free you, tips. You're the love guru here. <laughs> All right. News update. Great ahead.
What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use a symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommend a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins, and another news update. David Van Camp. Uh, so Republicans in a closed-door caucus vote yeah. have selected uh, Representative Tom Emmer as their nominee for Speaker of the House, except he doesn't have the votes to actually become Speaker of the House. Gosh dang it. Is this going to happen again? Yeah, there's I- like there's somewhere around 26 Republicans who will not vote for him. If uh, that if if they go to the House floor with a vote to be the Speaker of the House, Donald Trump has weighed in saying that he's a rhino loser and that uh, nobody should vote for him because he's not. Uh, he says he's pro-Trump, but he may not be, and that may be a disaster. Uh, I'm paraphrasing there, but that's basically the gist of what Donald Trump has said. Okay. All right. Gosh, so <laughs> you just. You're giving the left a wedge issue. You're giving it to them. Well, if on a silver platter, here you go. I know. I don't know why they would put that guy up there, knowing that that uh, that's there what be I that thought. Many people that would have a problem with the him. guy's a stone cold loser. I know. <laughs> I think. Got it. I think part of it is just we know how this ends. It, Kevin McCarthy winds up becoming Speaker of the House again. All right, I'm gonna have five bucks. Uh, yeah, I'll put five on that. I don't know. I figured you would. I'm staying out of this one. Why? You're only 50 down. I know. I want no part of this. Well, so's David. He I, just keeps rolling. I need to start oh, paying yeah. my debt down. I got a yeah. problem, though. Yeah. You know what would be a bigger story right now? If not everything in the Middle East and just around the world, a lot of different things going on. I think it would be the excess deaths. We're talking not from COVID, past COVID. 
And you hear rumblings about this time to time. Um, Dr. Drew. No, you're not huge fans of Dr. Drew, but mm-hmm. the guy's a doctor. He's been right about COVID many times. He was talking with Megyn Kelly, and it was interesting what he had to say. Roll it. Is this not an international crisis? And, we're, and we, why are we not trying to figure out what is in there in those excess deaths and why are they happening? A guy named Ed Dowd, I've been working with on my podcast regularly, and he he's a, he's a numbers guy. He's a financial analyst, but he noticed these trends, and he has all these actuarial friends and insurance companies friends, and they're telling him, oh, yes, there's a problem. We're going to be just look, follow the money. They're going to start charging more insurance to, to compensate for this. So there is something going on. Again, be a bigger story if there wasn't so many other things going on right now. It's kind of crazy. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Okay, biggest story today, David. Um, uh, we've got the uh, just absolute mess, of course, with the Speaker of the House stuff going on, um, and also in the White House Communications Department because nobody seems to be on the same page when it comes to uh, supporting Israel or even supporting American Jews. Correct. So, Corrine Jean-Pierre was like, well, I mean, find people on both sides, right? Uh, right? Right? Right, um, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then read her hostage statement uh, today saying, well, we, of course, denounce all anti-Semitism. I was clear about that yesterday. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. Another news update to get to. And then the Scott Robbins trifecta. You ready for your big three? Yeah. Coming up right here. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer, the Millennial, David Van Camp, the Sexy Boomer, Scott Robbins. Uh, mentioned it earlier, it's been disgusting to see some of the pro-Hamas protests in the United States. The one in the Bronx. Man. Oh, gosh. That seemed to, like, go to another level. Yeah. You know? Translation, David? The Intifada, there were two yeah. uh, committed by the Palestinians against Israel where they went and suicide bombed or otherwise murdered a bunch of Jews. Mm-hmm. That is that is calling for the murder of Jews. From the Bronx to Gaza. Okay. All right. No real mistaking that. It was interesting because you've had so many people say, you know, the atrocities that happened in Israel, it's overblown. It, re- it really didn't happen to the point where, and you talked about it yesterday, David, Israel actually had journalists come in and they showed them a lot of video shot by Hamas as they yeah. were attacking and killing Jews. Yeah, it was, it was body cams that were being worn by terrorists that were going and slaughtering people. And Trey Yanks from Fox was talking about that, and part of the video was an Israeli interrogator, and I'll just let him tell the story. In the video, you see a Hamas militant. He is in a white cloth jumpsuit sitting across from an Israeli interrogator. That interrogator is asking him questions. He describes the preparation and coordination for this assault on southern Israel. He talks about a telegram group that Hamas fighters had and they were communicating as the massacre took place, sending videos as they got them, as they were killing civilians in their homes. And this interrogator asks him about Islam, and he acknowledges that in the religion, you are told not to kill women, children, and elderly people. But he describes 
what Hamas commanders told them to do. He says that commanders said they could do whatever they felt like doing and that this was a suicide mission, telling them they should not plan on coming back. He says commanders told them to step on the heads of civilians, to behead them and do whatever they felt like. He went on to talk about how Hamas and ISIS are being compared. The interrogator asked him about this comparison, and he agreed. He said, we burned, we slaughtered and beheaded people. And this interrogator was pushing this Hamas fighter and this militant to get more information from him. And he said, we became animals, things that humans do not do. Okay. And it's almost this reminder to people, yeah, that happened just a couple of weeks ago. And when you see the polling of how many people in America think it was justified, what Hamas did, part of it's maddening, part of it's sad. Part of it makes you wonder, where the are we? Oh, I agree with that, yeah. I've wondered that a lot over the last week or so. Well, yeah, there's also been a lot of brainwashing about life in Gaza. Uh, oh, or yeah. Just outright propaganda and disinformation about, you know, the open-air prison. And certainly there is a, a sizable amount of the population in Gaza that is living in abject poverty. There's no question. That being said, and it's way worse since 2005. Yeah. When Hamas took over. Right. And the leaders of Hamas, though, if they live in Gaza, many of them don't. Many of them actually live in luxury in Qatar and other places in the Middle East. Absolutely. Um, but the ones who do, they live pretty well. Mm -hmm. And then you have to ask yourself Gaza is one of the per capita largest recipients or beneficiaries of foreign aid, including aid from Israel. Where'd that money go? You know where it went. It went towards orchestrating terror attacks, building rockets, and building mansions, and funding Underground a lavish tunnels. lifestyle for the leaders of Hamas. Yep. That's exactly what happened. So when I, you know, when In I Iran, see... In Iran, we, I mean, we opened the floodgates for Iran to make a ton of money. Yep. Going back to 2015. Yeah, it's it's awful. Um, oh, one other thing real quick before the trifecta. Uh, happy to see this today because, you know, Chicago's talking about um, doing their own grocery store. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, they are. Um, so at Reason, they were going over that, talking about, you know, Chicago's one of the most corrupt cities in the entire country. Yes. And... Look like, hey, they've tried this in Erie, Kansas. That opened in 2021. How's it going there? Uh, whew, we're losing money about every month. Mid stiff competition from Walmart, which is 15 miles away, and a Dollar General across the street. Huh. Posted just one single profitable month during 2022 and lost $132,000. Again, in theory. But city officials aren't giving up. Of course not. Why? Why? Let's pour more money down the rat hole. The, the work. stores manager says the goal is to lose only $100,000 this year. Yeah, well, something to shoot for. That's, yeah. that's government in action, isn't it? Isn't it really? Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. I, when I saw that, I'm like, if nothing else, I have to get that for Robbins. And that's in some little town in Kansas. Yes, he will absolutely. Yeah, imagine listen. how it'll work in Chicago. <laughs> exactly. It'll be different there. Yes. 
Okay, you're all warmed up. Now yeah. you're ready for your trifecta? Yes. Okay, here we go. Are you ready? It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Every day about this time, Scott Robbins trifecta helped by his hero. I'm Casey Kasem. Wow, you missed a great game seven last night, buddy. Yes. Sorry, you couldn't make it. Yeah. It's on you. We can watch Game 7 again tonight if you want. I'm ready. Three. What do you have for number three today, Scott? Uh, Well, number three today is the new Nazi show how America is failing at its moral test. We're seeing the end results of arrogance of the elites, the failures of teaching history, and the unchecked immigration in the West. It's becoming more and more clear to us that the ugliness of the Nazi ideology has never really died. It just sort of faded into the background post-World War II. Memorials, museums were constructed around the principle of never again. International Remembrance Days were created. Books were written. Movies were made. The West wondered aloud how ordinary Germans allowed such atrocities to happen until now. Now we know exactly how these atrocities have happened. People don't speak up. Where's this from? This is uh, from uh, Deanna Fisher from a place called Victory Girls. I enjoyed this very much. Wow. This piece today, because I agree with it 100%. Now, are you a member? Of the Victory Girls? Why would I be, Jamie? Just go ahead and explain I didn't know, like, I hadn't heard of it. Why would I be a member of the Victory Girls? No. I didn't know. It's okay. You can take shots all day. That's fine. No, I'm asking. I've not heard of it. I like exactly what it's saying. That's why I brought it in. Does it matter where it came from? Well, I think they after probably the, won credit. After the last few weeks, the mystery's been cleared up, she said. The West wanted to forget, so they did. And, well, here we are today. And I bring this up only because I do see this happening around us constantly. Yes. I agree. I think that's really well done. Now, on with the countdown. Tomorrow, we get something from Victory Manly Men. <laughs> <laughs> the Scott Robbins drive Stay tuned. Top Three of the day. Two. What you got for number two? Uh, Obama's at it again. I guess he stayed on the sidelines for too long. He made the remark yesterday that Israeli military hope they take in their war against Hamas. They ignore the danger to civilians that could ultimately backfire on them. Take it <laughs> easy, Israel. The world is watching closely, he said, as these events regain and uh, in front of us, and uh, he said at the time that, hey, you know, you, listen, um, I, I'm, I'm all about Israel, but you can't just go in there indefinitely because it'll backfire on you, and more people will end up hating Israel than, than not. That's according to the great Barack Obama. So when politicians give military advice, it's usually pretty hilarious and useless. Sounds good, but the plan could backfire. Nice job, Einstein. Thanks for that. You know, again... Without the Iran deal years ago, would they have had the money well, to give to Hamas? You know, in the red line drawing and all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is the height of irresponsibility. I, that's something I It is shameful. With. Yes. You know, and a sitting president to throw his nonsense into this in the middle of it, or a, a non-sitting president, former sitting president, to do it is kind of unheard of as well. Absolutely. I mean, most most former presidents can sit on the sidelines while things are but happening. That's just it. But is you he can't really with a this former guy. president. Exactly. Or his ego is so huge that he just can't resist it. It's maybe one of the two. Maybe it's both. But I suspect he's the one that's actually pulling the strings here. You wonder. Yes. 
Of course I do. You wonder. Yeah. If you're going to take foreign relations advice, would you take it from that guy? No, 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 no. Yeah, I agree with that too. Okay. And the countdown continues. Yes, just got Robin's trifecta. Top three of the day. And finally, one. Well, number one is a story that David you sent to both of us last night that I enjoyed very much. We didn't touch on it today yet. John Fetterman's two-word response to splitting Israeli aid from Ukraine shows how classy he is. David, you're familiar with this story already. I think you are too, Jamie. Yeah. Uh, old Bigfoot's dumber cousin, as he's been referred to, doesn't want America sending any aid to Israel that isn't somehow tied to the Ukraine. J.D. Vance was circulating a memo yesterday calling for Israel and Ukrainian aid to be split. John Fetterman said, F that. Classy guy that he is. Yeah. By the way, that was Fetterman's third draft. On that before he released <laughs> before he re- released that statement because before the first run at it it said frog staff <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it frog <laughs> staff <laughs> wow this is pretty good sitting senator okay yeah and. Yeah, but I it's his working glass, isn't it? <laughs> norms. <Yeah>. <laughs> norms. <laughs> of course. Yes. It's really been an honor for me. Hey, thanks, guys. Okay, again, Scott got another Robinson chance tonight. Second. Another chance. Um, I'm going to save a story I had for you, Scott. I think I could even include this in Nimrods in the News, so I'm going to do that. Um, one other thing, real quick, just to ask you, because this is another thing that's making its way all online the things people would give up to be debt-free. Oh, mm. boy. Yeah. Would you give up your car for a year? No. My car's be, paid off. I have no debt. Be debt-free? Uh, no, I can't. Hmm. That means all your other debt would go away. Isn't that what it means? Yeah, but you got to give up your car. How do I get to work? Well, if that means your house is going to be paid off, you could Uber for a year, couldn't you? <laughs> Something? Yeah, maybe. That's what I'm thinking. 30% of people would do that. Your phone for a year? Mm, no, yeah. I, could, I couldn't do that. Uh, yes. I can't do that. Why not? I'll borrow my wife's well, phone. Because to be I mean, totally out of debt? I have an elderly mother, and I need to be in touch. I need, to have the, I need to have a phone where I could be reached at all times. Pager's still work, don't they? <laughs> Pager. Figure out something. Yeah, can you imagine? Maybe. Anybody have that anymore? Any? Um, would you give up your pet for a year? No. No? No. Can't do it without your kitty. One year, they'll be fine. No, they'll, I don't, I don't know that. Just keep them in the that. same place. They're not going to miss you. I don't know that. I No, I want. I can't do it without them no, for I've, a year. No. I've got a senior dog. I, I don't... Uh, yeah, I can't do it. Can't do it. Well, my dog's dead, so I can't even play this game. Yeah, I know your dog's dead. I wasn't going to say a word about it. for either. your sympathy. Thank I you. I loved your dog. I know. No, you didn't. I just. I liked you your dog. You were mean to my dog. I was actually. not mean to your dog. David? Yeah, you were a little rude to the dog. No, no I think you were actually dog. more. You were you were mad at Jamie. You weren't you weren't mean to the dog. But uh, just stay away. That was before your heart attacks and before you got all pet friendly. Oh, when he jumped up on the counter, you mean? Yeah. Well. <laughs> all right. Nimrods of the news and the news update coming up. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. 
I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommend a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker, stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week, no thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-330-2100. 800-330-2100. That's 800-330-2100. All right, the Markley Van Camp and Robert Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. <laughs> Have you seen the news headlines about um, this open letter signed by over 1,700 sociologists? No. Who oh, are, no. Who are saying, as educators, it is our duty to stand by the principles of critical inquiry and learning to hold the university as a space for conversation that is in the foregrounds for historical truths and that contextualizes this past weekend and or the violence in in Israel. Basically saying, hey, we are going to make sure that people know that Israel had it coming. And we're all supposed to be impressed because they got 1,700 sociologists who cares? Yeah, I don't. I, I've <laughs> You're taken, triggered when Matt Walsh shows up. Shut up. Yeah, I've taken sociology in college, and it's. Uh, I, I'm not exactly looking to, the, to those people for advice on international politics or war. Um, however, apparently the open letter part was much more open than many were led to believe initially because uh, anyone could sign it, <laughs> including one person who signed it. No joke, as Adolf Hitler. Oh, oh I, yeah. <laughs> so people are now just sign, putting a name on there. <laughs> That's great. God. Can you get in there and sign Richard Square Nuts for me? <laughs> there is absolutely no verification Thank as you. to whether, even if it was 1,700 sociologists, I really don't care. Right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, there's no verification that they're even sociologists. <laughs> That's fantastic. Unbelievable. All right, and with that, we go to Nimrod. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Ian. It's Nimrod's in the news on the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. I love the poorly educated. All right. 
Nimrod's the news. Uh, this might upset you, Scott. Might upset you too, David. Uh, this was a woman on a Southwest flight out of Colorado. Kicked off the plane before takeoff because she was petting her dog. What? The bubble was in its carrier, but upset. So she started petting it to calm down. Yeah, sure. Flight attendant, this dude, told her carrier needs to be completely closed while boarding, during the flight, and while deplaning. But the dog kept whining and whimpering, so the woman started petting it again through the mesh netting. Right. She didn't take the dog out or anything. Okay. Calm the dog down, but that's what got her kicked off the flight. So then the video starts, and people are taking it. And you can hear she's not happy, and neither were some of the people that were also on the plane. You are rude, you are a mean person, and I will never fly Southwest again. Unbelievable. Come on, baby girl. We wish you the best of luck, honey. Thank you. I'm sorry. This is ridiculous. Oh, it's insane. It's insane. It's not like you even had the dog out. You had it where you were petting it. You should be ashamed of yourself. That flight attendant. That's the Nimrod right there. (laughs) Thanks, Crowell. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> this is the Markley Main Camp and Robin Show.